Welcome to Bad Movie Brunch. I'm Luke. I'm Katie. And once again joined by... Taylor! Taylor Shepard's back because, uh, you know... We're still in quarantine. You wanted more. And I don't have anything to do. No, we're not... No, no, no. Cut that. (laughs) Katie, why did you choose this? Like, you're on a hot streak, man. What the fuck? (laughs) So, uh, I'm... Going through a bit of a, as I mentioned last podcast during our Cats episode, I'm going through a bit of a band boy thing, or band boy? Wow. A boy band thing right now, where I'm doing all of this research on all of these different boy bands, because I want to write a play about a boy band that's consisted of just lesbians, and uh, (gasps) how they would be marketed and that kind of thing. That's Jim and the Holograms. Essentially. But uh, I... (sighs) Thank you. I, um, so... One of the things I, f- I uh, had heard about, it's like last year when this movie came out, was that it was based on a Harry Styles fan fiction. Harry Styles being like the Nick Carter of One Direction. He's like the Red Ranger. And uh, I am fascinated by that because I feel like, you know, with something like Fifty Shades of Grey, that was a Twilight fan fiction. So that was... Fiction based on fiction. This is fiction based on a person that's living and who has continued, like, who is still young. Like, it's not like we've had time to reflect on the legacy of Harry Styles. He's still around and he's just as famous. So it strikes me how immediate this is to kind of get into this, um, to get, like, I'm, I'm presuming it's supposed to be for One Direction fans. Okay, unless I. Out. Help me out here because you that's why I thought I was watching <clears throat> excuse me. That's why I thought I was watching the wrong movie because you mentioned boy <laughs> bands when you texted me and mm-hmm. I never understood the boy band connection because this guy is not in a boy band in the movie. Is, is this no. because he's for based sure off of... supposed to be based on Harry Styles? Like how do you give me some origin here cuz I'm like still a little perplexed. Okay. So the book that this is based off of is called After and it's written by Anna Todd. <laughs> She is a 31-year-old author, and in 2014, she was in the One Direction fan. There is this website called Wattpad.com in which you can post fan fictions. And uh, during her time in the One Direction fan- fandom, she would write, like, stories about, like, girls falling in love with Harry Styles. And what happened was very similar to, like, Fifty Shades of Grey. It came time for, like, they wanted to actually uh, publish her book. But in order to do that, you have to, like, change the names and some things. And I think it's supposed to be, like, an AU. And I think that some of the other guys that he's friends with in the movie are some of the band members of One Direction. But I would only know that because I've just been waist-deep in One Direction, like, nonsense for, like, the past three weeks. Holy cannoli. I mean, you had said... Fifty Shades of Grey while we were watching, Taylor. Well, that's, I mean, that was exactly my thoughts when we, uh, when I watched it. I was like, this is just teenage Fifty Shades of Grey. And, um, but you're blowing my melon with the whole, also, (laughs) so she's 21 years old and that's the girl who wrote this book. Oh, she's 31, but I, 31 now, I think when the books were published, the books were published back in 2014, I believe One Direction was still together then. So it was kind of like this... Like, which I think is really interesting, like, legally, because, like, Harry Styles, again, is still around, and it, He's like, you're I'm kind a person, of copying, man, yeah, and you're kind of copying the, the One Direction brand, and I'm not sure he's getting any of the money from this, even though British McBritish, as I like to call him, 
the main <laughs> character that's supposed to be based off of him is t- absolutely based on him. Well, maybe from a legal standpoint, the Joe Schmo being me would have no clue because I have no fucking clue. Yeah, because I, I, ha- I, I, I have no idea still. Like even with the explanation, I still I'm, I'm like. But this character is not in a boy band. Is he distinctly like Harry Styles? Is Harry Styles like this guy? I don't know anything. I, I, I sound. I think he's I supposed to be very un, mysterious. From what I know of Harry, he just Styles, seems like a like vague, mis- mysterious British British person. You yes. can't. You can't peg but that I think on that Harry was, Styles. I, well, I think people were. <laughs> he's on I the think, Pattinson vibe. Yeah, but like people, mm. I'm, he wishes. He, no, but like it's. Ba- I shouldn't equip make this uh, an, uh, comparison, and it's very terrible. But I'm pretty sure it would be like someone writing a John Lennon uh, YA, like, mm. uh, like very loosely based off of him. So One Direction yeah, was huge for teenagers. I will say I'm I mean, not saying it's universal sure, or like, anything like that. But like that's the closest I comparison I can make. Or I guess it would be like if someone wrote a Justin Timberlake. I, yeah. yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. That's well, that's but again, what I think is <laughs> fascinating about it again is because like we've had time to like think about John Lennon's career, and we've had time to think even about Justin Timberlake's career. <laughs> Harry Styles is still like at the top of his game right now, so it's just, especially back in 2014 when these books were being published, like it, that that I find very fascinating, and just like how ravenous this fandom is and i guess that like fan fiction is a big part of the bandom which is not something i'm terribly familiar with in terms of music but i am i i just think it's really interesting that wattpad this fan fiction site has a way to publish fan fictions and then make those fan fictions into movies because if you watch the beginning of the film it's wattpad studios so that's where she originally published the fanfic and now she's a number one best-selling author. Like, what a time to be alive! <gasps> well, I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there, like championing this at first because on on the service, I even even in like my cursory research, I didn't see the the whole like fan fiction like origin. For some reason, maybe I didn't read close enough. I was just trying to figure out the budget and everything else. I'm like, this looks pretty. I'm excited. I like this genre. I'm into that. Mm-hmm. And like I'm like, oh my god, a sixteen million dollar movie. First of all, that doesn't really exist anymore. Um, yeah. Like a mid movie budget. that goes to theater these days, mid budget's dead. And like that's no secret. Um, like gone are the days. Like that was like the f- like fizzled out a little while ago. Like especially rom- like the the twenty million dollar romantic comedy doesn't happen. The fifty million dollar romantic comedy. The fifty fifty million dollar movie doesn't happen. Um, mm-hmm. You get your art house like capital i indies um and then you get your avengers uh so i was like thrilled to see a 16 million dollar um teen romance flick coming of age sort of deal um happen and then i was even more pleased to see that the return was like 68 million and it warranted a sequel now i understand like only just now in the past five minutes that that money isn't coming from just like audiences res- like res- like responding well to the flick. It's because the people that were a fan of the IP and of the flick are ravenous one D fan fiction people. Is that what I'm to understand? Because like that's that a pretty is big my return. understanding. Okay, yeah, I'm that's like, mine. I mean, well, well, it's 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 an interesting them. game. Hel- good on them. They definitely, the, the message that we get a lot as people who want to make things is that 
people want if if you're gonna make something if you're gonna make like a movie you should make it off of an already existing ip and this is an ip that is on top of an ip so there's like three levels until this movie happens of like one direction slash harry styles this book and then this movie and now they're gonna make sequels that the sequel is is was announced like a couple days ago yeah and and after we collided guys that's what it's called and there's another book in the series called before just so you know it's like a before sunrise (laughs) trilogy for children don't but Mm. that hurts because i like it so much more (laughs) oh no well the thing is like i was i was attributing the fact that the plot sort of felt paper thin uh to the fact that maybe i did maybe there's a lot of backstory for everything that's happening in the novel that happens a lot right mm-hmm. it's hard to transition it's hard to make a novel into a screenplay and accurately depict all of the things that come through uh in prose uh on the screen it's a tough job so i was i was feeling pretty forgiving but now mm-hmm. i'm like and also that was only in the first 15 minutes of the flick like uh, if i'm harry styles and i and if this is based on me i'm not thrilled at how problematic they make me as a character oh, yeah. uh, because sure. it is like and i'm also not thrilled with the girl because i'm sitting here being like this if we're gonna go down like the the twilight route i'm like this is kind of like twilight mm-hmm. except for except for uh bella doesn't bella isn't already dating a dude and cheating on him to to mm-hmm. to get get gone down on by uh british mcbritish um mm-hmm. and even if she was it's acceptable because it's robert pattinson as a vampire and he's a creature of <laughs> he's a creature of myth okay it's not yeah. just like a guy with an accent you met your like fucking first three days of college who barely fucking batted his eyes at you you know what i mean so like yeah i, I was sitting here watching this with taylor trying to be like she's holding her own she's not quaking in her boots here especially in the mm-hmm. pride and prejudice like conversation like in class, I'm like, cool, good for her. She's kind of stand, stood up to this guy twice. But then the guy, like, then all of a sudden we're like skinny dipping. And he's like, have yeah. you been touched before? And like stuff yeah. like that. And I'm like, oh, no, what movie have we dipped into? Second act is here. And I, I'm not a fan. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, problematic is an excellent word for both of these characters. Um, I also think that it's unfortunate, again, as you were mentioning, that he there's not a lot going on. Like... Again, at least Robert Pattinson was a vampire. He was a alluring creature of myth. And, like, one of the reasons why Bella can't stop thinking of him, as the book justifies, is that that's part of being a vampire. Is that, like, that's part of the power because they need to attract their quote-unquote prey. This is just a British kid who is a douche. He's such a douche. Like, I don't understand it. Like, there's this type of media that's I very pressed upon women a lot in which we're supposed to think that, like, douchebags are bad boys and that and oh, yes. equals Katie. sexy. And no. there's such a lost thread of, like, what about the respect? Like, I'm, damn it. That, Katie, you were, like, uh, I was, like, thinking about it. And as soon as we got to her and we got to him, I was like, oh, great. We're having um, Jess and Rory. Like this is mm-hmm. Jess and Rory again, and 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 we're just in. It's her first year of college, or Jess and Logan, or not Jess and Logan, Rory and Logan from Gilmore Girls. I'm like, oh, the good girl, she's gonna go bad, and like, 
Luke, when he first was starting, he was like, yeah, no, I mean, it's not a big deal. I was like, no, there's a huge, huge problem with this. Like that it's like an underlying thing that no one wants to acknowledge. It's like, this is actually just not good for females in in general because mm-hmm. I know for a matter of a fact I've had friends that have been attracted to bad boys and I'm like every time I think about it I'm like oh you just watched a bunch of teen dramas growing up and mm-hmm. and the world told you that this boy who's bad and he's a little bit naughty is going to respect you because he's going to open up to you and I'm like no 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 that's that's how we got to this whole point a man who's touching you for the first time and he's like, oh, you've never been touched? Who embarrassed you mm-hmm. in front of a bunch of people and was like, oh, yeah, you're a virgin? And it's like, oh, you're not going to kiss me in a truth or dare even though you know you have a boyfriend? It's like, this is mm-hmm. just a load of bullshit. It hurt. Let's- it was horrible to watch. It was like, yeah, oh. it, it's a huge bummer. And like kind of the first Fifty Shades movie, it ends weirdly. So... Again, we've we've mentioned a lot of the plot points, but let's go down the line. Good girl, uh, there's a good girl who goes to a college and she meets British British McBritish, and the two of them kind of can't stand each other. And it's under the guise of being close to like Pride and Prejudice and Wuthering Heights and like classic literature. They banter. He kind of apologizes. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, but. Uh, he kind of apologizes, then he's like, I want to I want to show you something, and she's like, what? And he says, a place. And then she gets into the car of this guy who's been a jerk to her, who she's known for, like, a day? Two days, tops? <laughs> and he, to a secluded area with no exit plan, and then he's like, time for skinny dipping. And then they do that, and then suddenly the boyfriend, who's planted at the beginning of the movie, just, she just decides to, like, make out with this guy in the lake, and it's... It's that sweet boy from Halloween, from the Halloween reboot call. Oh, yeah, really? I did not know that. Yeah, I was like, why do I know this kid? And I had to Google it. And he he was in the Halloween. He's going to be back in Halloween Kills this year. The the Mm -hmm. only character I really care for in the movie is the high school boyfriend. (laughs) He's like the nicest person ever written into film. He's also uh, going to be in the next movie. Yeah, he's back in the sequel. Mm. And, but... See, that's another thing, too, is I don't think, like, I was wondering, like, clearly she's going to dump this guy at some point for for this other dude. And, like, how are they going to, as a movie, make me, like, go along with her? And they really don't, except that they have him rat out that she had one plastic cup beverage at a party to, uh, to her mom. Like, and they have, like, this weird kind of text exchange where he's like, I'm disappointed in you because you're doing the alcohol now, ever since you went to college. <laughs> and he shows up later, and they kind of spend the day together, but it's clear that she's into this other guy. And eventually, like, while he's there visiting, she runs off with the dude as he's having a tantrum about his, the guy's dad is now uh, dating her new friend's mom. And now they're, like, engaged, and he, like, throws a mantrum about it. And then, again, he goes down on her in a pool Well, the boyfriend, like, the boyfriend is visiting. He's like, sleeping he in her dorm. <laughs> yeah. It's fucked. I'm like, oh, no. And you're right. You're right. The guy, the high school boy is being kind of a tool uh, mm-hmm. about being like, you're drinking at a party. Who are you becoming? Yada, yada, yada. I mean, I'll give you that. But it's like, 
You're right. Like it's it's almost you're saying we're mentioning the plot points, but now when I'm breaking it down, it feels like a movie of plot points. It feels like it feels like an hour and forty five. How it's like the longest pitch of all time. Because mm-hmm. like because there's all these like ideas that aren't really coming into fruition and like sprinkling in like weird dynamics of oh me dad's the the chancellor like a weird power dynamic off the bat and like yeah he's like the king of school what also i this is really terrible you know that there's something wrong when the when the dude who's supposed to be broken and and uh a mess his whole plot point on why he is terrible is that he his dad beat up his mom and at that point i had no sympathy anymore for him i was like so far gone that i was like i don't even believe you i was like i don't really think this happened to you i was like and also i loved that the fact that who he beat up or when he had his little man uh his mantrum it was like of course he broke a vase with flowers and his brother is picking it his soon-to-be brother is picking it up it's like, oh, of course, it's not like something that would be actually something you wouldn't want to see someone do and be hurtful. No, it's it's flowers that are carefully placed. I was like, no, he's still he's still a child, and it's still mm-hmm. so vastly inappropriate. It's just a reminder where it's like, oh, yeah, a dude can be such a crappy person, and the world, the movie industry is going to tell women. but But he's complicated, and you know what? Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to be able to finger you well. Which yeah. is also, gotta say, guys, <laughs> is a lie. I want everyone to know, I don't think mm-hmm. that there are many men who are a mess and are the, like, bad boys that are out there fingering women better than nice men. Mm-hmm. That's my hot take. This is a revelatory episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... It- but correct me if I'm wrong. I'm obviously, it's like one reason I'm thrilled to have you both on here uh, talking about mm-hmm. this because, like, it's 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 frankly just douchey for me to be like, oh, what a problematic female character. Like, I mean, it doesn't really matter what I think. It matters what you guys think. Uh, you guys see, I'm I'm a horrible person. <laughs> um, but what I'm saying is, uh, is correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't this direct? I mean, there's like 18 people on the screenplay, but isn't this directed by a woman? And is the novels written by women? And yeah, like, yeah. And so, I mean, like, help me out here. Like, so where, do, I don't know. It becomes a thing. It's like, I do you want? I think that it's it's something that, like, <sighs> Busy Phillips says something nowadays where she's like, uh, I want to make movies that, like, don't harm the world or, or like, better a society. And, and I feel like this, unfortunately, is something that it's like, it's, it's like watching watching a Disney movie never evolve. It, mm. It's like taking the same stereotypes and keeping them the same, and that's the really hard part. And I haven't read the book, so I like I have to say maybe I need to take a step back to say maybe there is more in the story that the movie didn't let on because the movie didn't seem to give me any sort of understanding of why he actually cared for her. And I'm sorry, but... Getting someone an apartment after her mom has said you it's it's probably like won't help you anymore, so that you guys can lay in bed together and act like you're living together when you're a teenager. That was another that was another not, weird turn. I'm sorry, but it's yeah. that's not it's helpful. Power, like, that sets up a power dynamic too. Yes, it's constantly like oh he, here they are being left alone together, mm-hmm. uh, and 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 it's 
Do you no. think it's like fulfilling a fantasy? Like because like I'm sitting here like and watching like just trying to get in the perspective of like the audience this movie's for, and I'm watching mm-hmm. it and I'm like, if I watch this movie as a 16 year old, like like as if I watch this as a high school, uh, uh not girl because I can't really speak for that, but even as a as as me, I would have been like. I think this would have been a sort of like in that vein of guilty pleasure like flicks. I wasn't critically mm-hmm. evaluating film. I was like I was like, "Oh, I would be this is a this is a movie that is talking about relationships in a really like on the nose but vague kind of way because obviously I have nothing to base that on as a high schooler, you know what I mean? It's all like mm-hmm. it's all just like vaguely like sort of trying to unite uh the audience like with this like these white hot like hormones you know and they're like we all feel those things it's like guitar riffs in our soul uh and stuff like that and it's like yeah totally rock on um i go ahead i'll just say is like i think you're right i think this does fulfill a fantasy and like man if i really was in love with harry styles and i wanted to think about that yeah don't you want to share your freshman year apartment with harry styles but here's the thing is they sometimes do it. It's like the fact that when they're when they finally are going to have sex, he asks her. I was like, oh, look at you. You're trying to make up for it. But all the other times when there's touching involved, it's like mm-hmm. it, it's clear that he's supposed to be more experienced. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't think, uh, again, someone who's, I think there's a big problem with someone coming into your life who knows you have a boyfriend who wants to then... Mm, do the dirty with you. It's like, oh, you he he doesn't respect you. I'm sorry, but that's the message you need to be telling people. It's like that's not respect. If you like someone and you and they have a boyfriend or something like that, it's respectful to let them have their life because that's just you going off of your own basic needs that you want to fulfill. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, Luke, you hit on a really great point in that I think that this movie is designed for people who haven't had relationships yet and you're kind of taking these stock characters because they i feel like this movie has very much like if it ain't broke don't fix it because it's very based in tropes the good girl the the bad boy the um the like bad influence friend you know I, but i will say i do enjoy well well tread ground we all find comfort mm-hmm. in yeah, and I, I think that they were thinking, like, well, this is this formula has worked. This is a number one best-selling book, and, you know, why not give the people what they want? And I guess it does attract kind of somebody who might be a bit more naive and might not know that there's more to relationships yet. It, it's, it is very based in fantasy, and that's sad, but it clearly worked. Like, like it made back so much money, and again, number one best-seller book. Mm-hmm. I mean, and yo, I'll tell you this: like, we'll we'll watch the sequel on here. Like, I want to mm-hmm. know what happens. I want to see if mm-hmm. she's taught a lesson. Like, you know, che- two cheatings don't make a right and stuff like that. Like, you know, I'm interested. Um, and but and it obviously the, worked for him. Yeah, the the ending too. I, I was I was going to try to lead up to that. It um, it ends in a very weird way in which they at first are not together, which is how the first Fifty Shades ends. Is like, it goes a little bit too far. And Anastasia Steele is like, I'm, I'm out. But in this one, they find out, it gets real 90s movie all of a sudden, where it turns out that, like, this British McBritish has been pursuing our good girl because of a bet, I guess, to make her fall in love with him. It was like, it's that whole, it's, have you seen Remember Me with Robert Pattinson? 
No. It's that it's the same whole like through line arc where he's like, oh, I, I'm gonna get that girl on a bet just to prove a point mm-hmm. or whatever. It's the exact same thing except for not as awesome because again, not Pattinson. But sorry, man. <laughs> or like put um, on as many fake tattoos as you want. It. <laughs> yeah, or the the one the uh, the one where about the uh, makeover. One of those various makeover movies where it's like the girl has the glasses and Freddie Prince Jr. Uh, yes, she's is all gonna. That. Yeah, she's all that. Thank you. It's, it reminded me so much of that. And I was like, I thought we were over this, like in terms of tropeness. But then again, Luke, to your point earlier, like what attracts this guy to her? That's what it is initially, is that he wants to possess her as part of proving something to his friends. And then at some point, I guess, book banter or hormones, uh, etc., that is, I guess, what their relationship ends up based on. And she's furious when she finds out that it was the basis of a bet. But the movie doesn't even have, like, a quiet moment like they do in She's All That. Where, like, you have to reflect on the bad that you did. They just kind of go away and then come back. And I guess they're kind of together at the end of the movie. Because right. he writes her a letter. Right. <laughs> and it's like, even... I don't know. I just, I just feel like there's a place for this. Like, mm. I, I, like, I even, I know that's such a, I do that. Co- I, it sounds like a cop out a lot where, I, where I say like, oh well, uh, you know, it's okay that this exists, and I, and I, and I do feel that way. And I'm saying like, the problematic stuff aside, which I mean, there's lots of it. Uh, you guys mm-hmm. have both spoke uh, about it this whole episode and stuff. But this genre and stuff, I do want to stay alive. So I guess like. Do I guess I would say do this but better. I want to know. Good lord, <laughs> Taylor, we are professional podcast. You've I'm slammed sorry. into this table. <laughs> oh, quarantine. Um, <laughs> I ran into the table. Game. You're like 86 pounds, and she <laughs> drops like like a goddamn sumo wrestler. Um, but I completely forgot what I was saying. You're saying that you think that this genre should still exist. Hmm. See, I I agree with you, but I I'm gonna take a really really hard stance. <coughs> sorry, sorry, and say that this movie shouldn't exist. I think should the novel exist? Uh it's really hard. I I feel but if something I, makes this much money. Should it exist? But Number here's one my thing. Seller. Yeah, but the, I I guess it's like, uh, at what point do you become responsible for? The making of, and I'm going to go really out on a limb, but I'm going to do it because I'm going to be crazy. If you're going to be upset about Time's Up, then you Mm -hmm. need to think about where it begins. And Mm -hmm. I think it's a lie to not tell yourself that having the bad boy be the one that's like the hot guy that's going to change your life is problematic. And I see it every day and I see it a lot with a lot of women so I, and I, I think it's, I think it is juvenile to not look and think about those things. Just like uh, another thing, this is a hot take. I feel the same way about Euphoria. I think you roast <laughs> Euphoria. All I think you've done. Go ahead. I, it's my favorite thing to do. I think having a young girl um, get high off of Molly and then come on a merry-go-round. Uh, it, it's it's just like. What are you, what are you doing for the world? 
I have nothing to say about Euphoria because I haven't seen it. But here's the thing: can we trust consumers to to responsibly like read a trashy note and romance novel or watch a movie and not like like should there only be one kind? Like I, I'm I, legit. I'm asking. Like I understand that there's issues, but should should it, we can only have a uniform set because that's when like art gets really fucking weird. Well, I guess mine is it's the age that hurts. Like those. She's all, in college. Yeah, I still think that it's and he's like in college. Yeah, I, I guess I I think that there's an age thing there. I think that I feel very firmly about it, but maybe that's my like super strict Catholic no. upbringing. But like I think, but that's also because I spent a lot of time um, in this genre, and I spent a lot of time like being a kid reading these books and thinking about all of that. It's like I don't know. I'm I, cool with it not being your preference, but I have a hard time saying it shouldn't exist. Just because I, I don't know. I, I feel like like. That just puts such a that puts a limit that puts a limit on things. Like, how do you feel, Katie? <sighs> That's it's really tricky. I it's I I again like you guys. I just wish it was better. Like, of course. I, I mean, of course, universal. Because like, I, I yeah. top to bottom, it's all vague. I, it's all so vague, and not yeah, and a little I, yikesy. It very yikesy. Um, to your point, um, Taylor, in regards to Euphoria, I feel like Euphoria was clinically designed to scare my mom um and i stopped watching it because i was just like this is i mean surely some of that does happen with some teenagers but like all the time every episode like it's a little much it's a little much for me i was like i think the youth of today is gonna be okay like i'm not that scared in that regard for them um and in terms of movies like this i you can't i don't think that you can say that or I don't think that it's hard because you want to have freedom of speech and you want, but I just wish that better things were promoted and that something in this movie kind of feels a little lazy to me personally. I just wish there was a little bit more effort and thought put into what people are doing, but it is what it is. Awful lot of people on that screenplay. Do you see that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? Four or five? Yeah. Mm. I, I, I every time I see that I have to wonder if that's not like part too many of the blame cooks. Too. I mean, yeah. too many cooks and how many of them are forty-year-old dudes? I don't know. Mm. And and to be fair, I think that there the uh, the part that I should say that I did appreciate is like I really don't think that there are a lot of like times where we're thinking about girls' sexuality, um, mm-hmm. especially that age. So it's 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 a difficult balance because it's like. And they do sometimes get it right where it's like, at least he did ask consent the first time that they did have sex. Mm -hmm. And I was really, like, I was happy, but I think I was just so, uh, was mad about other things. And probably more for personal reasons than for the movie itself. But um, there is some champion and it's like, well, at least I didn't have to think about him being only sexual to... Like, he's the sexual creature. Like, she, there was clearly, it was also about a girl who was experiencing things for the first time. And I don't think that that's usually the focus. Yeah, I mean, when, I, I, I thought it, it. Oh, go ahead. I thought at one point when she was having kind of the, the sexy dream about him that she was actually, like, masturbating. And I was oh, almost going oh. to give this movie points because you, like, never see that. And I feel yeah. like that would be kind of, like... A moment of like she's never been touched but maybe it's because she's never touched herself and mm-hmm. to just kind of explore that i thought would have been interesting which i know is a weird thing to say but like i kind of 
wanted that scene when I thought it was going to happen. I was like, okay, movie, I see what you're doing. And I I gotta say, I really appreciate the lesbian roommate and her girlfriend getting it on and our protagonist having to be like, I guess I will turn away then. I know, I yelled at my Taylor, Taylor, the the roommates are banging and she's trying to sleep. I was like, get in here. (laughs) Um, No, it was, it was, there's, there's things in there that I, I think are definitely thumbs up. And, you know, also talking about that, like with the uh, college, her roommate, they also never have the moment where I was like, oh, wow, you like girls? Like they did, they Mm -hmm. did never do that, which was great. Which was, mm-hmm. at, it was like, oh, thank you. We don't have to. It, it's kind of like, um, it's nice because we're seeing it more. It makes me think about Booksmart. It makes me think about uh, when they're talking about who she masturbates with and the do- the uh, panda uh, in Booksmart. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we the girls just don't have conversations like that in movies. And we're, start- for, we're starting to get it. So. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I guess there's also something about the lesbian roommate that Erica noticed way before I did is right when you see the dorm room as our protagonist is coming in, there actually is a picture of like two women scissoring just in the dorm room. It's it's like a drawing. And uh, so they kind of are like, this is what this character is going to be like pretty upfront um, without saying it, which is kind of nice. Get ready. You're going to see women (laughs) scissor. You know, definitely... After doesn't need us because they have their audience and that's why we'll get more. Um, Mm -hmm. But thank you for bringing it to my attention and thank you for like explaining uh, some background because now everything makes so much more sense. I was, I've been like confused Mm -hmm. for like 18 straight hours. So Um, (laughs) I'm glad to fill you in on the madness. Well, I, I was, I was trying to think of, cause I'm my picks for what I would have somebody watch is like I I like movies that show a couple struggling together, like The Spectacular Now, and um, oh fuck I, yes, third A twenty four flick. Yeah, and I was thinking that um, also about Say Anything, which you could argue has problematic in some regards because a lot of people now like the scene where he brings the boombox to her house. A lot of people don't really care for that anymore. It's not but aging. A lot what, of eighty stuff isn't aging. What, what, and he also doesn't have a lot of, um, passion for anything other than the relationship, which isn't great, but what I do like about that movie is that that main character, he, he has this crush on this girl, he pursues it, they date, and then she goes through a kind, a tragedy, and he's there for her, and they kind of grow together, and he has a group of female friends who kind of guide him along and who he helps with their relationship problems. So I still think that there's really good things in Say Anything. I That is one I'd probably recommend. That's great. I And, you know, obviously Twilight. I always go to Twilight and watch it. <laughs> I'll watch it every day. Um, uh, see, and it has Pattinson its problems, being too. Pattinson. Mm-hmm. Twilight's not Twilight's not immune to, to problematic uh, as well, but well, what's up? It- now that you mention like say anything, I also think it's like it's nice to watch the uh, how things have changed. Like I think about back, back mm-hmm. about sixteen candles. It's like mm-hmm. there's some changes. There's still some a lot of similarities, but like we do get more of a variety 
it's nice to know mm-hmm. that we are somewhat progressing, whether or not I think it is as crazy as can be. Um, but and I, it, it's it's definitely changing. Mm, for sure. I just think it's and I also like as as much as I love um I hope I didn't I hope I didn't step on her toes too much Taylor. I just oh no, god. Oh, I love you to death. Give me a kiss. Um <laughs> uh, but um but uh you know, it's definitely important to to stand your ground and and have um have a preference and know what's okay with you to to enjoy and stuff like that. But uh you know, also know um coming from what how many episodes have we done, Katie? Uh, we know we know that the film industry isn't necessarily the place to look for um, for uh, you know morality or the mm-hmm. uh, the the best possible version of of uh, reality. So I what? I am very like you uh, excited that this movie exists in the sense that it is a mid budget romance movie because I do want to see more of those. Like for a while, I've actually been really kind of missing the like date movie. Just something either like a nice, you know, even a romantic comedy. Like I, well, I can't. Like they've become a creature of like now only Netflix makes them, or like you yeah. know we don't like. Mm-hmm. How, when's the last time you saw a romantic comedy in theater? Mine was like we saw Last Christmas, which was like mm-hmm. all right, and then I saw The Big Sick like five years ago. Long shot, yeah. Long shot, but I didn't see it in theater. I'm saying like they're few and far between. It's just like I don't know. That's because coming of age stories are becoming more popular. See, uh, I think like that's what we're getting instead. That's why you mentioned eighth grade and the um, even like Booksmart is almost more coming of age. Um, what was I do hope that we're getting over beautiful and dying though, because we were going through <laughs> a big phase in movies of that, and oh, it yeah, was very really trying. Five feet apart. Lo- well, five feet apart mm-hmm. is kind of like is sort of like the Zombieland two of a craze. Um, because mm-hmm. we're way past the, the pretty girl dying from an illness or whatever. Um, that, pretty, that, that was peaking pretty hard in like 2013. Now it's pretty girls saving boys. Yeah, but that's forever. That's life. <laughs> Thanks, baby. I love you. No, I will not agree. <laughs> I do not say that on a podcast. I uh, will. With all that being said. I, <laughs> no. Okay, sorry. I did not save Luke. Luke and I are in a, a, a relationship Very together. Equal. equal. I saved her. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Let's make that movie. Uh, no, that sounds worse. <laughs> oh, it sounds worse. You don't want to see a guy save you? A.K.A. every Marvel movie. Whoa. <gasps> Not oh, Captain no. Marvel. Yeah. Sorry. Minus one. Katie, anything else to say about <laughs> After? Uh, after is a weird addition into the weird uh, or to the bizarre legacy that is Harry Styles. And I continue to be very fascinated with that and that alone. I don't think is I'll he, ever watch this movie again. Is he Though the one I might Dunkirk? watch the sequel. I think he is. I need to watch Dunkirk. I have it. I just remember him being cast and it being a huge deal. And I was like, Harry Styles? But why? He's Yeah, he's, he's like a... He's around, but I don't remember him making much of an impact in the movie. Well, Harry Styles uh, it also just had a whole album come out. And, like, I think now Harry Styles in this, like... At this point in time, it's more about Harry Styles, and and he's actually trying to be what I think is more revolutionary. He wears um, like pearl necklaces and definitely bright colors. It's like I think that he's mm, I I don't know enough about Harry Styles, but I want to say more like fluid. Mm-hmm. He, he's you a, know what I'm he's talking about? He's a fashion about? man for sure. Yeah, like 
he doesn't ha- he doesn't wear 16 of the same Ramones t-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> or or has the scales tattoo on his arm. Uh Yeah. Or the uh mm-hmm. the king and queen on his uh um, on his middle and index feeders. Yeah. yeah. I'm like Jesus Christ, man. Chancellor dad give you a lot of money for tattoos. What's the tattoo budget? <laughs> At least $2,000. That's my I, the other thing. Daddy issues because your dad is rich and has money is very overplayed and very very annoying. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but if I if if I was someone who didn't come like have any money or grew up with any money, I would be really over that bullshit. Mm-hmm. With all that being said, I've been Luke Taylor. <laughs> I've been Katie Grootsinger, and I'm Taylor Shepard. Have a good one, folks. <laughs>